Here on ETX Life Podcast, we invite you to take a peek behind the pine curtain with us as we work to create a culture of supporting women in the East Texas area. Journey with us as we share experiences, create connections, and offer insights on life and business. It's It's all good in in the piney woods. Welcome back to another episode of ETX Podcast. I'm Sierra, and I'm here with my co-host, Holly. Hello, Holly. Hi, Sierra. How have you been this week? I've been good. It's been busy. It has been. We've been uh, floating away with all the rain we've been getting in East Texas. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. So we're ready for some dry days ahead. Dry, sunny days. And hopefully that'll coincide with Father's Day, which is what we're going to be talking about today. I know. I can't believe it's right around the corner. I feel like we were just talking about Mother's Day. We were. And uh, there's definitely some comparisons we can make with Mother's Day and Father's Day. We'll talk about that. We have a few special guests today, which is a little bit unusual. Um, We brought our, (laughs) I was going to say our fathers, but that's not right at all. (laughs) No, not our fathers. (laughs) We brought the baby daddies, (laughs) the the husbands that are the fathers to our children. There we go. Um, I would like to introduce my husband, father to Aria. Uh, Del, would you like to say hello to our listeners? Hi, everybody out there. I just want to say that I'm a big fan of the podcast. I've listened to every episode, and I look forward to listening to this one as well. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Dell is the executive director for the Texas Forest Trail, so we uh, work with each other a lot on ETX Life and ETX Podcast, and we share a lot of the same information. So, Sure, and I work with the Texas Forest Trails as well, so that's how we kind of all got together. That's we all right. promote the East Texas area. That's right. It's fun. And I will introduce my husband, who I've talked about a few times on the podcast. This is Corey. Hello. How's it going? I'm also the IT guy, so (laughs) (laughs) I get called in whenever there are issues with the board. That's true. That that is true. And Corey is the co-host of GT Garage Talk. Yes. Love talking cars. So uh, go find us on gtgaragetalk.com. Find your next dream car through us. Yeah, there you go. And plus, there's a lot of little boys out there that are very into cars, just like their dad, right? So <laughs> I, I know one right here yeah. in our household. Exactly. <laughs> so to kick off our Father's Day podcast, we're going to give you a little bit of the history behind Father's Day. And when we talked about Mother's Day, I thought it was really interesting because I didn't know this until I looked up the history of Father's Day. But Mother's Day, as you might remember, was started after the Civil War. And Father's Day, similarly, was created um, because of that. So it was created by Sonora Smart Dodd of Spokane, Washington. And she's credited with starting Father's Day after hearing a sermon on Mother's Day while attending church with her father. And she wanted to honor her father, William Jackson Smart, a Civil War veteran, who raised six kids by himself after his wife died during childbirth. So kind of a sad reason to start Father's Day, but at the same time, um, an admirable one. So we can kind of thank her for getting it kicked off. But it takes a while, like any holiday, (laughs) to kind of progress. Sure. It took over 60 years for Father's Day to become the nationally declared holiday that it is today. And President Calvage Coolidge supported the holiday, but did not make a proclamation. It was Congress actually resisted making the day 
holiday the holiday official out of fear would become commercialized which as you remember <laughs> from our mother's day episode is exactly what happened to mother's day and um, caused the and founder of mother's day to kind of literally lose her mind yeah <laughs> yeah that was a that sad, was sad story. story yeah so go back um, and listen to our mother's day episode to hear the the story story mm-hmm. but she died on her deathbed completely denouncing the entire holiday even though she is spearheaded yeah so like anything else you know and we're we're marketing people so we look at Mm -hmm. everything as an opportunity to market I think that there's ways that you can do it without over commercializing it but uh, I think unfortunately or fortunately depending on what business you're in that's just a side effect of a holiday so let's take the good parts right yeah sure and I think think you can um, because I uh, one of my favorite holidays is Christmas and so I get that a lot when I say Christmas is my favorite holiday oh I hate it because it's been so commercialized or it's only about giving gifts or right. da, 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 da. And it was Corey my husband who's here with us that he asked me you know what I like so much about Christmas and it's one of the only times of the year that I feel like people are more open to being nice to other people to giving to other people and if it takes a holiday to do that go for it like if you're not going to give to somebody any other time except for Christmas go for it you know volunteer in the soup kitchens that's what they always say is they have way too many volunteers during the holiday season now there needs to be people volunteering other times of the year right but again I try to look on the bright side of everything the silver lining the silver lining and I feel like you can make a holiday what you want it to be. Absolutely. It, you can make it. Yes, if you're you, in charge of your own holidays. Exactly. And you can delve right into the busyness and get stressed out with it. Or you can, and we actually did a holiday stress. Yes, we did. <laughs> Where we talked about that. Go listen to our holiday yeah, stress Yeah, there you go. Because it's relevant no matter what the holiday is. And so, well, it's true. So, um, and it actually wasn't until President Lyndon B. Johnson was the one who declared the third Sunday in June as Father's Day. Um, it wasn't made into a permanent national holiday, though, at that point. It, it took Richard Nixon um, using it as a bit of a campaign kind of uh, buildup, I guess you could say, <laughs> to uh, sign that into Father's Day, uh, the, the law into Father's Day. So 1972. So that was when it was actually, yeah. I can't believe it was, it, that's not that long ago. No, not really. Not in the scheme of things. No, yeah. not in the scheme of things. Not when you're talking about right after the Civil War. Right. People started talking about it. And it took that long, yeah. So that being said, it is a big retail day. So according to the National Retail Federation, they do an annual survey every year, and customer spending on Father's Day is expected to rise to an all-time record of close to $17 billion, and that was in 2020. So we'll see what this year looks like. But I smell some quick facts coming on. Yeah, you do? (laughs) Give us a quick fact. Um, Well, Father's Day is the fourth most popular card-sending holiday in the U.S. behind Christmas, Valentine's Day, and Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. I'm not really surprised about that. That I mean, you don't usually send out cards for, like, Memorial Day. Right, right. You're right. And and Grandparents' Day, I feel like, I wonder where they are on the the spectrum of things because that's a newer holiday yeah do you think that is that a national holiday official I mean I'll have to double check I feel like it is it's on calendars well but that would be a good indication but we'll have to double check that we'll get back to you on grandparents day (laughs) 
So yeah, you're right. Over 72 million cards are sent out on this special holiday to say, I love you. And here's, this is kind of interesting. 20% of Father's Day cards are sent from moms to their husbands. Do you give Corey a card on Father's Day? I do, but it's from my son. Yeah. So I so don't you don't do give him like a to my husband for making no. me a mom kind of thing. No, I know they make those. Do mm-hmm. you do that? I do. Don't do I do that? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I do. I have done that in the past. I'll put it that way. I don't know. It depends. Sometimes those cards depends get on a how you're feeling. Cheesy and yeah. a little too. Yeah. We've been married for too long. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. So um, we're not the only ones that celebrate Father's Day. Over 40 countries around the world have a special day to honor dads. And I think that's interesting because in contrast with Mother's Day, there's no 40 countries around the world celebrating no. Mother's Day. I can tell you that. Yeah. There's a few that are kind of more Western, westernized or um, Christian-based that celebrate Mother's Day. But for the most part, they may have different days honoring mothers. But this Father's Day has, like, become this internationally recognized holiday. So I don't know what y'all did <laughs> to, to get that, but you're welcome. Pulled some strings. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled some strings. They're hot strings. Um Father's Day's official flower is the rose, which is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're getting a bouquet of roses for Father's Day. You would like that, though. I mean, it's not the worst thing. So. <laughs> no, flowers aren't bad. Well, and coincidentally, right, Mother's Day it was the carnation. Yes. Remember yes, from our Mother's from Day carnation. podcast. And Father's Day holds a special place in the heart for single dads, um, which is a demographic on the rise. In 2017, there were 2 million households led by single father, a 900% increase from the 1960s. Yeah, that's a pretty big increase. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that we want to keep seeing that one get no, any bigger, that's, just that's for the sake of, of everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's not easy. But, you know, shout out to the single dads doing a lot of uh, mom duties at the same time <laughs> they're being dads. So good job. Well, I mean... Since the 1960s, moms have been doing it. <laughs> doing well, both. both for a long time, but now more women are in the workforce, right? That's right. So the role reversal has kind of... That's right. I feel like, I mean, and I don't know if that's just like our our dynamic and the friends that we hang out with, but I feel like it's becoming more and more of a partnership than it used to be because more women are in the workforce, I guess. So even if you have a mom and a dad in in the household, I feel like it's still kind of more than like you see in like the 50s. Right, or something like the like Mary that. Tyler Moore show kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think, Del? I mean, your parents were pretty traditional roles, right? Yes. <laughs> what's the, what's, what's, the, what's the question? So do you think compared to your parents that you were definitely much more involved in not just a strict quote-unquote dad role? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that my dad was pretty active. I think yeah. I've carried on his traditions. So I would say there wasn't much change between what I do and what he did. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. I always kind of figured it was more like, you know, your dad went to work and your mom stayed home with the kids. And then, you know, she was doing all like the family stuff. And I know he went to all your basketball games oh, yeah. and stuff, yeah, but the, yeah, he wasn't folding any laundry. That's true. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Was he making dinner? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's yeah, progressive. I guess he worked in restaurants, so he's he right. a cook. Greek household. You know, the 
yeah. weeks left to cook. So that's true. That's fair. So what about he, you? He Corey? literally had to bring his work home with him. Do work. Yeah. Right. Do more work. <laughs> Do more work at home. Yeah. Corey's family. They were traditional. Your mom stayed at home. Your dad worked. Yeah. Uh, the, there was definitely that dynamic in, in our household. But what's even more interesting to me, listening to y'all talk, is uh, the workplace that I came from uh, had a female boss who was a single mom coming up through the ranks and she did not understand the dynamic that I wanted to be more active in my son's life than the traditional role and so there was a little bit of a back and forth Mm -hmm. there that wasn't quite reciprocal. Yeah it's been it's been pretty interesting because she was a single mom so you would think that she would be okay with or but more accepting. More accepting. But see both sides. Yeah, but, but um, you know, if Corey had to take Tucker to the doctor's office, you know, he got reamed for it. Right. Which, you know, I, I work too, and <laughs> my argument was, well, you know, if you don't want the dad taking care of some of these things for your child, you need to pay him more so I can stay home and I don't have to work, right? right. That's fair. Yeah. Well, that's something that Dell and I talked about a lot, um, you know, when we had Aria and we were both working and he had opportunities to maybe take jobs that would have taken him away, you know, for longer periods of time with the family. But just we decided early on that it was worth having him home and making less money or making concessions where, you know, we just didn't overdo it or overspend so he could be home. And I think we're really fortunate in that. And even your job now is flexible enough where you can be involved. Yeah, I think it's, it's super important to be involved. Yeah, so we're, we're lucky in that sense. So that's really interesting. And then it kind of segues, I know it's kind of funny, but into my animal facts. <laughs> because I think, you know, in, in the nature world, right, you always yes. see how different animals respond to parenting duties. And I don't know if y'all knew this, but seahorses, male seahorses, are the ones that carry the eggs and birth the babies. Did I did know, know that? that. Yeah, that I was did. a good fast fact. Um, there's a cult, There's a sea catfish that keeps the eggs of his young in his mouth until they're ready to hatch, and he will not eat until his babies are born. So he'll go <laughs> several weeks without eating while he carries his babies around. I thought that uh, that's was one I did not know. <laughs> You're welcome. You can share that one. Um, and then, you know those cute little marmoset monkeys? Yes. So I had no idea, but the dads take care of their babies from birth. So when the marmoset is born, the father cleans it, carries it to the mother only when it needs to be nursed. And I'm like, if I'm reincarnated (laughs) as an animal, (laughs) that's the one. That sounds pretty good. But I feel like you did that for me. (laughs) You changed all the diapers pretty much. Uh, That's true. And you just brought Aria to me when you were like, well, I can't do this, (laughs) but I can do everything else. (laughs) Well, uh, this may be TMI, but here it is. uh, When Tucker was born, we were having to supplement, but yeah. you don't like supplement with the bottle. So Corey was very active in, in <laughs> helping with the yes, helping with the breastfeeding the first few months. And I don't think that's something very many dads can say. That's pretty cool, actually. That's I mean, except neither one bond. of us were getting sleep, and that was tough. Yeah, that that's yeah. I hear you. <laughs> well, and my my last animal fact because I was or I have two. I was trying to think what. Where does my husband fit in in the animal kingdom? Which one would he be? So the father emperor penguin 
withstands the Antarctic cold for 60 days or more to protect his eggs. So it sounds like the mama lays them, and then she's like, I'm out, and then the daddy <laughs> protects them. I thought that was pretty cool. And then the last one was when the mother wolf has her pups. The father stands guard outside the den, brings food to the mother and the pups, and then as the young pup grows, dad takes on the role of the mentor and, and helping integrate the pup into the pack. And I kind of decided that I think you're the wolf in all of these animals. A wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I set you up for that one. But I liked that. Dad and I, I, Yeah, totally. There has to be at least one. Yeah, yeah, we have to have all the dad jokes. Yeah. So tell me about some Father's Day stereotypes, Holly, because I know that they're out there and they're strong. Oh, yeah, I know you. Well, same with Mother's Day, like jewelry, yeah. flowers with fathers. But gosh, men are sometimes hard to buy for. Yeah. Right? Will y'all admit that? Corey acts like he's not. What's that face? No, uh, anything car related. Okay. Anything. <laughs> Okay, like, so I could get you a car and you would be happy. It's like car related. <laughs> so one of those green trees to hang That's, from your uh, like, account? Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So I feel like it's if it's tech related mm-hmm. or car related mm-hmm. – Corey will be happy. However, you don't know what to. All of, well, that's one thing. I don't always know what it is. But the other thing is, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Boys' toys are expensive. That's fair. I know. So that's the other thing. Is I know. I'm not trying to buy you a car for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. He would love that. Yeah. You'd like a drone, I think. You've been talking about that for a while. A drone would be good. A drone would be good. Yeah, but again, I think that's super cool, but I wouldn't know the first thing about which one to get. Yeah, Yeah, and if I did do that on my own, the few times I've done that, I get the list of 20 questions. Well, where did you get this? Did you compare the prices? What were the reviews like? What's their return policy? But I'm I I don't know. I don't know. I got it at Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Corey's like, no, don't do that. No, it was a hard no. (laughs) Well, I have before in the past printed off a picture of what I wanted to get him and but didn't buy it. That's smart. This is what I want to buy you. You pick out which one one you you want. want. That's a good idea. Well, because honestly, what? When you look at the Father's Day cards, they're all barbecue, fishing, golf. Remote controls and neckties. And sports. That's it. Forgot well, sports. Well, golf. Okay, you're oh, right. Well, golf. Sports, well, sports. But you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, and that's it. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, while well, my husband likes some of those things, that's just not all of who he is. <laughs> There's more depth there than that, Hallmark. Come on. Like, dig a little deeper. You're, you're trying to find everything that your husband is in one card. Well, <laughs> I mean, just not the obvious stuff, I that's guess. That's true. Can I tell you the best gift you've ever given me? Yeah, please. So the best gift was... A, it was like a little book, and you opened it up, and every month it had a little slot, and then you pulled, you opened the slot, and it was like a date night. That's oh, that's fun. Yeah, it was really like cool. That. that was before we yeah. had children. Imagine yeah, before, that when yeah. you had date when there was nights. extra time <laughs> yeah. on my hands to make cute little crafty cards right. and have date nights. Go right. mini golfing. We went whale watching. Yeah, a bunch that's of cool fun. stuff. That's yeah. true. There were neat, and because it was spread apart like that, yeah, every it, month there was something to look forward to. Yeah, it gave you a chance to like plan things in advance. So um, that was pretty fun. I'm glad that was a memorable <laughs> gift. Job, I'm gonna Sarah. pat myself on the yeah. back on that. Well, it's funny you say that because because of those things over the cards are very kind of stale and the same thing every year I think it's always fun to make something you don't even have to be very creative um, for your kid to help your kiddo make a card so I think it's fun to do a little Q&A because kids are so honest and they think they know right 
So I wrote a little list of some cute questions to ask your kiddos um, about dad, and you can include this in your card. So did you want to share some of those, Ollie? It's so funny that you said that because my mom and I were just talking about one that I did as... When you were a kid? When I was a kid, yeah. And they asked, how old do you think your mom is? And it was six. Oh. My mom was six. Okay. So I was real young, yeah, obviously. obviously. And then, how old do you think your dad is? And I said 65. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was how old they felt, <laughs> maybe, at that time. <laughs> um, and it came up because right now, Tucker is in the phase of... Dad is old. Daddy's old. I'm old because I have a mustache, uh, which I love how he says mustache, and I don't want to correct him that it's more than just that. But yes, I'm old because I have a mustache. You grow facial hair. And mommy is not because she does not have a mustache. Well, actually, it works the opposite way. When mommy gets her mustache, then she's old. Yeah. 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 So I'm not old yet. That's so cute. (laughs) But... So there's some of those that will be really funny. funny. How, how old do you think daddy is? What's your favorite food or drink? Oh, what yeah. does daddy like to do? Those are always funny because you get some really interesting answers. When Aria was in preschool, she had a teacher that asked them of that stuff. And I think she said, like, his favorite food is cereal, which I thought was really <laughs> funny because I don't know where that came from. I think you were, like, 106, but you only weighed, like, 90 pounds. And, yeah. And my favorite drink was beer. Which you really which, don't drink. Yeah. So that was funny because I'm like, when would she? I no, feel she like there was some prompting by the yeah. teacher there. She yeah. probably didn't know. And the teacher's like, well, every dad probably drinks beer, oh, right? gosh, hopefully she wasn't saying that. Oh, well, I don't know because I feel like she wouldn't have come up with that on her own, right? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? knows? Yeah. What makes dad mad is always a good one. What would you say? I don't think I ever get mad. That's hilarious. (laughs) Not anymore. You... You and my our daughter are perfect. Yes, so there we go. Well, uh-huh. there you go. He, yeah. He's buttering you up for those Father's Day gifts. Those coupons. Those gift yeah. ideas. Yeah, I like if dad won a million dollars, what would he buy? So I'm going to ask you that question. If you won a million dollars, what would you buy? Uh, whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> come on, Wait, it's a first, Father's Day. First, one. Sierra, what Not do Mother's you think Day. he would buy? That's a good question. Well, first, fathers, when when you become a dad, Getting presents, you always know that you it's kind of you're the second. Oh, in line now? It's like, yeah. Yeah, you've always made jokes about that. You've like, okay, well, now that I'm the dad, I'm in the back seat. It's not about me anymore. (laughs) It's about the kiddo or I have to keep the wife happy. And so, yeah. But I don't know. If you were to win a million dollars, I would think we would probably go to Greece. Yeah. Because that's been on a list, our family list for a long time. Maybe you'd get your drone. I get my drone, yeah. There you, you go. Get That's one expensive drone. Right? <laughs> I know. I'm like, what else would you... I know you have a million dollars. Would you just save it? Come on. You'd have to splurge on something. I'd buy you all new podcast equipment. <laughs> just deck your Get this man a million dollars. Buy those lottery tickets. Actually, that's not a bad Father's Day gift. Lottery tickets lottery are kind tickets. of fun. If you have good luck. If you have good luck. <laughs> I always lose. Oh. So, wow. so when people get me lottery tickets, I'm like, oh, thanks. Hey, can I just trash. have the $10 that you spent on the? <laughs> what would Corey get with a million? Besides a car. Uh, oh, no, a which car? car? Besides a car. Which car? He would get a car. He would soup that car up. Well, because... let Corey answer. <laughs> I thought I thought I was guessing, and then he could answer. Oh, See right. if it's the right, the like right like answer. the newlywed game. We would travel. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Plus, I mean, anything. If he gets a million dollars, we're gonna share it. I mean, come, come on. Come on. <laughs> what would you get with a million dollars, honey? 
So first, I'd pay off all our debt. Oh, that's, that's very responsible. Yeah, yeah. This house and you know. Holly, did you marry a super responsible person? No, I've wait, changed wait for the rest him of the into answer. a super responsible <laughs> person. <laughs> I have, I have trained him Molded to be a super. Molded him. Into okay, okay. Pay off debt. Great good. answer, honey. That is a great good answer. answer. Just, like just, there, right? <laughs> <laughs> just like we talked about. Just like we talked about. I've got my eye on a property for you know garage talk. So oh. uh, that, that, that's on the list and. and you know, so you know, building building that business building up. Business. So it's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, you know? putting it back in. Yeah. Okay, but so. come on, what kind of car would you get? Uh, Nineteen sixty nine Camaro Z twenty eight. Boom, just yeah. like that. What yeah. color? Because that's what I care about. Okay, so I actually saw it yesterday. <gasps> I was at the Houston Auto Show, oh, and that one. The one uh, I would feel bad driving it, but it was a, the sixty nine pace car. So it was white with orange stripes. And yeah, it, it was gorgeous. It was your See, dream that's the problem. Car. He wants these dream cars, but he's never going to drive them. And he wants carpet and the garage to put oh, them on. You, you <laughs> need like a Jay Leno setup, right? Yeah, Is that, that yes, yes. Yeah. yes, I do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stack well, your cars. Yes. 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 Just, well, you just know, like the, the spot yeah. for garage talk would, you know, also be for a small your showroom. addiction I, mm-hmm. I have yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. So what does, and, and all joking aside, because you have to answer this question, what does, within reason, not the million dollars, the perfect Father's Day look like to you, Del? The perfect Father's Day? We're just spending time with you and Aria. Come on. <laughs> I mean, that's really, that's the perfect Father's Day. Why do men act like they're so simple? I don't really I believe it. Because it's simple. true, because We're I'm simple. thinking about the same thing. And but to what? Holly's point, all the gifts that, like, I've... I've been eyeing, I'm saving up for, because yeah. they are on expensive. the expensive side. So I don't expect any of that stuff. Right. So, yeah, just a, a nice, peaceful, stress-free, as stress-free as possible day with the family. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Maybe well. Maybe a nice breakfast in the morning. Okay, thank you. Now we're getting somewhere. A yeah. breakfast in the morning. Consisting of, day. what, more than just the, the Eggo waffle and the, the toaster? <laughs> Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Like a legit breakfast? Like a, yeah, pancakes hey, with bacon. You okay, can go okay. back to our holiday stress episode, stress-free episode, to find some easy recipes. Bre- recipes. Breakfast casserole recipes. Recipe. That's true. Recipes. That's true. Go back to that. Okay, if I had to give a tangible something. Yes, thank you. Running shoes. Oh, running yeah. shoes. That's so a good I could one. go running. Okay. You know, yet another thing that I would give. Right, because you're not like, you're not picking that out. <laughs> I'm picking you. out running yeah. shoes. Now you two both have your dads still. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yes. So I lost my dad this year, and Dell's dad passed away five years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is my first year, my first Father's Day uh, without my dad. I am fortunate enough to have a bonus dad. I have an amazing stepdad who's been my dad since I was seven and has filled in all of the roles that, you know, parents do, um, packing lunches, taking me to school, you know, getting upset over phone calls from boys, all the whole, <laughs> the whole deal. So a uh, shout out to um, my stepdad, Bob. And all the other step parents out there, stepdads, right. it's tough. It's a tough role. And for those of you, you know, missing your dad, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick a few male figures in my life that have either been a mentor to me or you know, kind of gone that extra mile and had an impact in my life. And I'm just going to make sure that I reach out to them this year and tell them thank you for that because not everybody is a dad either, but they sure. might offer 
that type of relationship to someone. And so I would just encourage our listeners to do the same thing. It's one of those small acts of kindness that goes a long way. Never hurt to tell someone how they've mentored you, how they've made you feel. I know Corey used to be the youth pastor at our church, and he's had a few kids that didn't have fathers that, you know, invited him to their to their graduation and, like, really show, told him, made him feel like you were the father figure in my right. life through right. some, you know, some tough years, the middle school and high school years, you know. Yeah. And it's just always meant a lot to – to him to be that to other people. So I know, you know, like coaches and exactly. teachers and people like that, that yep. pour their lives into other families. Mm-hmm. It's nice to recognize that. It is. And it feels good too, you know, and I think even if you may not get, I'm not sure you should go into it looking for a reaction, but even if you feel like you don't get a reaction that you're expecting, do know that sometimes men aren't the best at showing emotion and you might just catch them off guard, but that's still something that really uh, means a lot. And if you're not comfortable doing it in person or, you know, you can send them a card, drop them an email, just send them a message, even on Facebook, letting them know that you're thinking about them. So that's my public service announcement for Father's Day. So you guys, um, happy Father's Day early. Early Father's Day. I will, I will make you a really nice breakfast this year. (laughs) I think I can handle that. So on Father's Day, reflecting back as your fathers, um, do y'all have any fun stories of becoming a father with your kids, seeing them in a different light? Mom- Dale, you, you have two girls. Right. Moments yeah. that you're like, whoa, so it's a little I'm bit different. It. Yeah, in you're it in it now. Yeah. <laughs> no, my favorite story is not necessarily something I did with, Ar- well, I guess it was with Aria, but when Aria was... Um, born Sierra wanted her next to us in the bed Uh and as time was going on I kept telling her okay it's time to move her into her crib and she didn't want to she didn't want to do that so every night I would move her farther and farther (laughs) in a bassinet in a bassinet bassinet. until she was out the door just outside (laughs) the door and then finally we made it to the finally we made it to the crib in my defense in my defense her bedroom was really far from yeah. our room, and all I could picture was why get up and walk every uh, yeah. time. And you know, when you're a mom and a new dad, every noise wakes you up, right? I just thought yeah. I'm not going to sleep as good, and I'm just going to blame the hormones on that too, right? <laughs> it was like a physical yeah. reaction that I was like, it is. "Don't take her away." It and is. so he did. It was like inch by inch. At some point, she was in the middle of the hall, working it her is. way down. It is. I've tried to explain it to Corey because that's something dads don't understand that happens in a mom when a child is born Mm -hmm. and like I can hear any other baby cry and just like ignore it or whatever but when you hear your baby cry it's like every inch of you has to fix it whatever it Mm -hmm. is like you've got to fix it right then and of course we're made that way well right and just to make that even more complicated when she was born and for several months after I would hear her crying when she wasn't crying Uh, like I could take a shower and think oh gosh I'm in the shower and she's crying no she's not the phantom crying oh yeah what is up with that that's messed up it's messed up it's messed (laughs) up but but you know it's great that we have the fathers in our lives to keep us like level-headed definitely yes definitely (laughs) moving along well I was so grateful you know that Del had done this before I mean um my stepdaughter Megan, his older daughter, he's been through this. So he's like, he would he would give me really good advice and be like, look, I've been through this before. And I think I took that advice better because he had. If he was trying to give me advice and he's just <laughs> as new as I am, I'm like, mm-mm, not buying it. 
<laughs> no, no. Yeah. Corey, you know, we we were both brand new with our newborn, and Tucker's crying one day, and he's, like, bouncing him and trying to get him to be quiet, and he's like, I don't know what to do. What do I do? And yeah. looking at me, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I just met him four days ago like you did. I don't know. <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> Fix it. Just put him in the car. Yeah. Just go for a drive. Well, <laughs> he did used to go to sleep in the car. He but still the, does. He, do, he still does, but it wasn't something that we wanted to have to do all the time. So do you have any fun stories, Corey? Oh, uh, I'll, I'll go with the funny versus the sentimental so, uh, you can do sentimental. Uh, you can uh, do both, funny and sentimental. Okay, so which do you want first? <laughs> Let's do funny first. Okay. So uh, I even put it on Facebook so it keeps popping up in my memories. But the one time uh, where I was changing a diaper after he had finished doing uh, all his business, or so I thought, and it just kept coming and oh, coming no. and coming and coming. <laughs> it, it seemed like it never ended, and uh, it, it got everywhere. You're and like, so, how is this possible yes. such a small baby? <laughs> so I'm going to remind He's, him of that look, every he year. He starts screaming in the living room, and I'm in the other room, and I'm thinking, do I need to call 911? What's right. happening? <laughs> Bring more hands and wipes. Right, more towels, <laughs> I cannot please. contain it. <laughs> It won't stop. That's the one you can tell Welcome him when he to graduates, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to fatherhood. You're just going to play this podcast episode. There you go. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think every parent should have that experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you we haven't, have how hands-off have you been? Thank you. There so. you go. There's your measure. You're not doing yeah. your job. <laughs> yeah. You get in there. Get dirty. Haven't been barfed or pooped on. Yeah. Or peed or on. Peed or peed on. Yeah. yeah, we've got a boy. Yeah, definitely peed yeah. on. <laughs> definitely peed on. Yeah. Okay, give us the sentimental. So uh, just getting to hear him cry the first time, uh, really having it cemented in my brain because, you know, there's a lot going on in your body as you're carrying the child around. For us, it's like, okay, we see there's a difference. Right. But when you hear that cry, it's like, okay, I'm responsible for that. Yeah, I have to keep that thing alive. Yes. (laughs) And you look at your job different. You look at... All your responsibilities around the house different. Life just kind of shifts mm-hmm. at that moment. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I do have to say it was a really sweet moment because before when I was pregnant, we were talking about the difference in newborn baby cries versus like a toddler uh-huh. crying or something uh-huh. and how even though it's like a shrill cry, not something, newborn baby cries are sweet. Yeah, they're kind of pitiful. They're kind of pitiful Yeah, and they're really sweet. And so we, we had been talking about that and – as soon as Tucker was born and he cried, we both looked at each other and we were like, baby cry. Yeah. So sweet. All your hard work had paid off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, I think it's neat that we do have things like social media now that will pop up memories like that because I enjoy that too, getting to see that reminder every year. And thank you to all the fathers in our lives, getting out there, getting dirty. I, I – I'm happy that, like I said, I feel like more fathers are taking an active role, but um, I think it's going noticed more too. Yeah, so. 
Agreed. So that's that's always good. Yeah, agreed. Now, if you are looking for a unique gift for the dad in your life, we always are going to push you towards ETX Store, where you're going to mm-hmm. be helping other small businesses run by a lot of fathers out there that are working side jobs and trying to do their small business. Um, lots of unique items that are very dad friendly. There's no drones sure. on there or cars, <laughs> but there's a lot of other practical. Well, there and are cool some gifts. car fresheners. There you fresheners go. There you go. Car you, air fresheners. You may get one of those. There you go. Um, gosh, and I think about Jacques Old Fashioned. Yes, all the oh leather goods. And, and well, and they even have the candles that are more neutral yeah, scented. Like leather. Yeah. Or leather. coffee. Or, yeah, yeah, I agree. All the those beard cool. care for your mustache. Corey. <laughs> for all those old men out there with mustaches. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> We've got all sorts of good stuff. So, so keep that in mind when you're shopping for dad. And um, until next time, it's all good in the piney woods. woods.